Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I am, um, by the way in bits i've been in the gym the past two days i can barely walk <laughs> do you know it's a similar situation here <laughs> why is that i'm yet to go to the gym <laughs> start the episode <laughs> And welcome to Help by Sex and My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate. Oh, I mean, agony. That's uh, been a bit dramatic. Help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your twenty-first. Uh, it sounds like you're on the lavatory. No, that's just me being hench. Uh, answering. What is hench? T- isn't that a dating app? No, uh, is it? it probably. I is. I don't, it probably is. is there a hench dating app? No, no, oh, it's Hinge. Hinge. Sorry, Hinge. Hinge. That's the God. one. We're so in touch with our target audience, aren't we? Um, <laughs> I, I don't do... I'm not a big gym goer. Anyway, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, what's the best way to clean your toilet? That's funny. I've just had a plumber around to do my toilet. Oh, did he show up? Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. Because yesterday you texted me and hadn't showed up yet. Showed up and... Showed asked up. Me. Sorry, I've Sh- shown up. Showed up and asked for a selfie mid-pipe change, like you do. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it were you, and then I seen I seen the Epi Place sign up in your room, and I said I said it's him, and I was like, oh, it was an accident. Oh, guy. it's a bit awkward as he got his hand down to you, Ben, to ask for a selfie. <laughs> yeah, it really was. He was a nice guy, though, a really nice guy. Uh, and then he asked me to do a video for his kid as well. I hope he gave you a discount. <laughs> Oh, where are we here? And (laughs) should you put your vaccination status in your Tinder bio? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexed your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants. Are we, William Hanson, UK citizen? (laughs) No, we're not Jordan North. 
I'm more Disneyland, you're more Poundland. <laughs> Best That's one, from yeah. <laughs> Best. That is sums. I love a Poundland. Yes. You've got Poundland written all over you. Yeah, that's your best one yet. Who should we toast to today? I would like to toast, because it was his birthday on Saturday, it was a significant birthday, I'd like to toast, and please, Jordan, hold back anything that you might naturally feel inclined to do. I'd like to toast my Mikey. To William's Mikey. Mikey. Happy 30th. I'd to say Yeah, he's... Yeah, landmark birthday. Happy 30th. To Mikey, what did you do for his birthday? Well, again, you know, you're, you're slightly restricted with what you can do uh, at the moment. But we, we went and saw some of his friends uh, for breakfast outside. Uh, and then we did presents and then we went back and we saw some more of our friends in their garden. Am I right in saying Brian and Sarah took him to buy a new coat as well? Yes, Brian and Sarah did come up to London uh, just a few days before his birthday. And uh, we went shopping because Mikey wanted a new coat. Oh, that's nice that you got him a little coat. Did he like his coat? He does like his coat. Yes, he looks very smart in it. Uh, it's nice that they bought him a new high-vis jacket. <laughs> yes, it's a very expensive high-vis jacket. Remember, if you want our help with something, then you can tweet us at sexofmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can write nothing better than reading the script and your producer shouting, <laughs> Diego! He thought he was background. on mute. <laughs> Diego! Trying to read a bloody script. This is a disaster of an episode already. Halfway through my script. Diego! <laughs> Christ. Show some professionalism, please, producer Ben. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextonfinepass.com. What a disaster this has been. <laughs> or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper. The address for that is on the website, sextonfinepass.com. And remember, if you're enjoying what we're doing, tell your friends. Word of mouth's the best form of advertisement. Uh, and we always enjoy reading the nice reviews on iTunes, iTunes or wherever you can leave them. So do leave us a review. We got a, we got a really bad review the other day. Because because of your northern uh, northern comments. All I said was Sheffield was... Oh, do you know what? I'm not even going into it, right? I apologise. I apologise. Even at the time, I went, this is going to cause uproar. What I particularly like is that I have been particularly snotty about most northern cities <laughs> yeah, over the course yeah. of this podcast, but you referred to it Leeds as the London of... or whatever you refer to it as, and that's what someone decides to kick off at. <laughs> I said Sheffield was, was worse than Pyongyang. <laughs> nothing, God. nothing, nothing on iTunes. Still yet to hear if we have any North Korean listeners. <laughs> Do you think oh, maybe Kim Jong Un is a big G and diva? Yeah, why are you obsessed with North Korea? Is it because they haven't invited you over to do some etiquette lessons yet? You've been, in, <laughs> you've been everywhere else around there, haven't you? I'm very big in the Asia Pacific region, with the exception <laughs> <laughs> of North Korea. I'm yet to see any action in Pyongyang. <laughs> anyway, talking this episode, as you said, so far has, has been slightly disastrous But um, last Tuesday's episode, thankfully, um, was not uh, And we've had some lovely, lovely feedback Thank you very much, everybody, for your feedback Those that took the time to either message me or phone me A couple of my friends phoned me Lots of G&Evas tweeted or, or sent me a message on Instagram Thank you, because it does mean a lot to us Oh, yeah it, Like I said, we are friends, but... When you get talking to William about the royal family and about history and about etiquette, it is 
genuinely like fascinating. Like we could talk for hours, couldn't we? Yeah, indeed we do. Indeed we do. So if you've got any questions about stuff like that, get in touch. It doesn't all have to be about your housemates shagging melons or cats eating condoms or dads that don't brush the teeth. I mean, let's face it, that's the best part. But if you've got... A- yeah, if, you want to know, if you want to know why we do certain things as well, uh, the, 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 what's the logic, the history behind certain things, you know, that, that I quite like uh, telling people as well. Here's one for you. If you have got plumbers and that coming around, is it still okay to offer them a cup of tea during COVID? Well, uh, yes, you you can do. I would always make sure it's a a clean mug, you know, or if you're giving them a mug, a cup and saucer. Uh, I would make sure you've washed your hands, anti-back your hands, and then give them the mug and hopefully give them some anti-back as well so that when they hand you back the mug, they can have sort of either sprayed the mug and hand it back. I think that's a nice way to do it. This podcast helps both of us. You help me. I help mm. you. Please, please don't tell me when you've got work people around, you offer them a brew in a teacup and saucer. Well, to be fair, I don't often have many work people around because I've just got Mikey. Yeah, of course. but Save a fortune. Like that guy that was fitting your doorbell the other day. Oh, the locksmith? Yeah. Did you have? Did you offer him a cup of tea? Uh, no. Smash it in Dan. That was the name of the locksmith. <laughs> Do you have do you have nicknames for all the people that work for you? Uh, yes, generally. Although I no longer need to use "Well Hung John," who was formerly my decorator, because, ladies and gentlemen, guess who painted their own hallway last weekend? Did you? Yes. My edge work. Do you know it's the straightest thing in this flat? My edge work. It that you can't. <laughs> It's beautiful. I'm so, so pleased. Now, the colour. You, you were about to ask me, Jordan, weren't you? What colour yeah, have you got? Oh, let me guess, let me guess. Elephant's cough, whatever it's called. <laughs> elephant's um, breath. No. Elephant's breath. Was it from Farrell and Borrell, whatever? What's it called? Oh, Farrow and Ball. It is a Farrow and Ball colour, yes. Is it from Farrow and Ball? Okay, is it offshore blue? Offshore blue. <laughs> that works on so many levels. Yes. <laughs> No, it's not. Um, is it? Is it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's not even really, blue. They really have arty farty names. Is it gonorrhea green? Uh, no, it's not gonorrhea green, and it isn't green either. Is it de bonnet red? That's no, but red. they definitely should do de bonnet red. Is it giraffe shit yellow? No. <laughs> okay, I'll I'm, put I'm you looking. out of your misery. Yeah. It's a colour called calamine. Calamine? Like yes. the tea? No, that's chamomile. Oh. Dus- it's, it's a dusky pink. You've No, you've not got a pink hallway. We do. Now, Mike, it's a d- dusky pink. Dusky pink. Mikey said, I, took, I have taken months to convince Mikey to paint the hall dusky pink. And Mikey said to me... Isn't she said, a drag act, dusty pink? Dusky pink, possibly. I'm sure she's a drag act in Soho. Mikey said, I don't... I don't really... He was a bit anti-Dusky Pink because he says, I don't want people to, to come in and, you know, think, oh, this is a gay person's flat. And as as my neighbour pointed out, you know, when you see the Mary Poppins umbrellas in the umbrella stand, the photo of Mikey <laughs> with Melanie C, and, you know, Mikey and I, who are hardly, you know, gladiators, I think that ship's... It was a bit too late for that. So, thankfully, the hallway's now Dusky Pink. Isn't there also a picture in your hallway of Mikey in a poker? 
in a Pocahontas t-shirt when he was younger. Oh, no, 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 that's not in the hall. But yes. I've se- where, where have I seen that? I think he showed that to you. Yeah, this is a oh, child when he wanted a Pocahontas-themed yeah. birthday. Yeah. I can just imagine him coming home from work, seeing his pink wall and going, can I do the impression? Oh, yes. Basically, we'll talk about this um, in a minute. Me and William went for lunch this week and he kindly said, darling, I, I think you're... <laughs> Basically, said I need to tone it down with the impressions. I'm kicking the ass out of it in a very. Oh, no, you said you way. said. Oh, I've kicked the ass out of those impressions, and I just said very diplomatically, yes. <laughs> he literally did. He went, yeah. Oh bloody hell! What have you done to me walls? Christ, it looks like a pissing boudoir in here. I told you not to go with pink. I've got lads coming round next week for poker. Bloody hell! Can't have out in this house. Where's my picture of him poker on his top on as well? You've took that down. <laughs> yes. Well, that's uh, that's our hallway, the Pink Palace now. Okay. So uh, it's it's good fun. Seriously, next time you have any workmen round, please don't offer him a brew and a teacup and saucer. Just give him a mug. No, I only have a couple of mugs in the house anyway. Everything else is teacups and saucers. The, the mugs are specifically reserved for trade. Okay. Uh, yeah, William and I went for... Well, we, we need to give it a bit of context. I it was, and this is how lovely that we have we are able to do this now. Oh, it's so good. With our liberties in the UK, so good. But my phone, I was I was out in town. I was walking, um, having a nice little walk through town to go and have my eye test done. And um, I wish you went after it. You walked straight into a bloody tree. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I just get this phone call from, you know, Jordan North appears on my phone. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm going shopping. Are you going to be around? Because you were coming to my part of London, you know, actual London. And, uh, and yeah, I was able to, we were able to then meet for lunch. Yeah, we, we went for uh, a nice, we had a Greek, didn't we? We shared a Greek. We did. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, it was really nice. I had the meatballs. I had the chicken. Yes. Yeah. It was delicious. It was lovely, yeah. actually. And it was just nice to sit outside and catch up with you and actually see you in the flesh. And, God, like it, we said, it's just so nice to be able to go to the shop and go and get a coffee and then meet a friend for lunch, even though you know, we, we ate outside and it was freezing. But it was so nice. Not missed, I'm not going to lie, not missed getting sprayed every five minutes on the beauty on the beauty counters. Every time you walk past oh, someone right. in Westfield, excuse me, you'll want to spread some. Oh, you smell gorgeous! Here, come over here. You have beautiful skin. I have just a thing. I nearly bought a seventy pound um, moisturizer. It was so because it's seventy pounds. Yeah, because it's so. I've told you where to go. I've got that one. I still got that one. So he rubbed it in on my hands, and then he I, and then he said, "Now feel the difference on both your hands." And I were in, and he told me I had beautiful skin, and I'm about to pay it, and I thought I can't. I can't go back home and <laughs> with the seventy pound moisturizer and just look people in the eye back home, knowing that I've paid seventy pounds for moisturizer. I just turn up at the big window pub with your creme de la mer. Oh, you were proper. You were yeah. You were, he, he had me, and I was like, really? Do I? It's like, yeah. You have beautiful. Skin. Oh my god, your skin is. Oh my god, you're glowing. You're ravishing. You're beautiful. I was like, oh, thank you. He was from yeah. Essex. Yeah, uh, he wasn't actually. He was from. What was it? He was from, he's called Chris and he was from Brazil. I'm right. With, well, via, via Paris. 
Yeah, but you know, yeah. You, you know, my accents aren't great. <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, I did. But it was that. it was a nice it was a nice meal. Greek food, which was lovely. I mean, I'm slightly disappointed they didn't smash the plates at the end for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not it's not it's called the real Greek. It's not that real, is it? We took William into cars, and we literally walked around cars, and both looked at each other at the same time, and was like. <laughs> Ben, like everything in there, we did was, walk around cars, <laughs> cars, picking out items of clothing. Going, this is so Ben. This ben is and like I was like, I can't wear this. I'm 31 now. We literally were in cars. <laughs> yeah. We were in cars for 20 minutes, picking things. Going, oh my god, Ben would so wear this. Jo- oh my god, they are such Ben trousers. Yeah. So yeah, it was or, nice. Wearing. Or I'd go. I really like this, but I don't think I'd suit it. But Ben would wear this. Or we'd go, is this for men or is it for women? I don't know, but Ben would wear it. <laughs> yeah, we, we couldn't tell, could we? We were like, are those ladies' trousers or Ben would wear it? <laughs> yeah, Ben likes to think he's that Ben has just messaged to say he's the centre of attention and he's not even there. Ben, if you if you ever look at Ben's profile, he's like a, an Aldi Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> he's thrilled with that. He is, he's jumping for Jay. Just, uh, right, question for you, serious one. Mm. Am I a flirt? Yes. I mean, clearly, I mean, I wasn't there with that that Chris person from Brazil slash Paris slash Essex, the waitress. Um, You and Ben flirt all the time. Well, more more one way. Uh, so yeah, you are. Was a flirt. I flirting with a waitress in the Greek? Yeah, you flirted in the. I don't want to say the c word, but you flirted there. Where? Flirted with everyone in the castle. In the where? Castle. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, you were quite flirty with a few people. Do I need to say Shane Ritchie in shower? Because I, I didn't know that, and it's that's why I wanted to ask you today because it's come to my attention that I might be a bit. I'd never. What What would you say? Because I just think I'm friendly. Really? I think there's a difference between flirty and friendly. Yeah, it's a fine line. Is it? Yeah. Why don't you be friendly to me now? Hiya, pal. I like your jumper. Yeah, well, that does. That's not flirting. Now flirt. Oh, I like your jumper. <laughs> that's just camp. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I say, I like your jumper. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> mm, I won't be buying it. It's well cheap. <laughs> I, the reason I asked mm. is um, you might have seen on Saturday night I was on Game of Talents, Vernon Kay's new show. And it was brought to my attention that I, me and the contestant, Jess, that I was with... The maybe, contestant and I. The contestant and I were... Maybe flirting, and I wasn't flirting. I was just being nice and friendly. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's that's fine. It's just a question of, I suppose, it's in, it's all down to intention, isn't it? Yeah. And if okay. you if it was just innocent being friendly, and someone interpreted it as flirting, it was. that's their problem. Yeah, everyone was saying we were flirting, and from what I gather, people online and stuff have been saying we were, and we weren't. We were just. Do you think it's okay to flirt when you have a partner, for example? Because this is a question I get asked quite a lot. Not not, yeah, not personally, that... because I'm a terrible flirt. My idea of flirting is, you know, hello, how do you do? And that, that's sort of my chat-up line. But but other than that, people ask me from their perspective. It depends, because some people are just a bit flirty. I, don't th- I still don't think I'm flirty, I just think I'm friendly. But I do have a friend who's got a partner, and he's a massive flirt, but... 
is a bit cheeky as well. So he kind of gets away with it. So it's fine. There's no harm in it. You've got a, actually, you've got a friend who I've met, Sam. He's very flirty. Is he? Very Do you flirty. think so? Yeah. Do you? I mean, I can only comment on what he's like around me because obviously I don't really watch him around other people when I'm not there. But Is he flirty? He's very flirty. He gives off flirty vibes. Yeah, a lot, lot of the, lot of the ladies like Sam. A lot of the, lot of the, lot of the fellas as well. Actually, yes. To be fair, yeah. I always get people going, "Oh, who's your mate? It's fit." Thank you. He's called William. I won't have him down as flirty. Yeah. Do oh, you think uh, it's okay to flirt if you've got a partner? No, I think it's a very, it's a, it's a dangerous act. Um, it's a conversation that you've got to have with your partner. I think you know what, what, how do they feel about it? Um, maybe they, maybe they do it. Maybe they think it's, it's as long as they know that it's obviously categorically not going to go any further than very light flirting rather than sort of heavy flirting. Um, but you know, each relationship is different. So, um, talk to your partner about it. And if you notice your partner flirting and you haven't yet had that conversation with them, have it that evening with them in a, in a mature way about it. Because if they, if you haven't had that conversation, how are they to know? Do you remember when we first met and you were all over me flirting? I had to give you the first... Oh, shut up. No, I, I was... You made me a disgusting cup of tea. Yeah. In a grun, grungy studio that's subsequently been condemned and knocked down. I was not flirting with you. It was about 11 o'clock at night. You did stroke my bum. I did not stroke your... You... Sorry! I did not stroke your bottom! Sorry, I've been writing me Wilfred and Justin scripts again and I can't um, tell what's real and what's not at the moment. Right, well, thank you very much. Let's not... (laughs) Just like winding you up. Yes, I know. Well, let's let's not talk about cake anymore. I still haven't forgiven you for saying that I'm bad at cake. Oh, right. For the record, William isn't bad at baking. I'd just like to wind him up. I know what pushes his buttons. He's an actual very good baker. If he was on the bake-off, he'd probably make it to the second week at least. <laughs> I didn't ever watch the programme, so I, I, I assume that's bad. Um, something you mentioned in, in the introduction, in, in those questions, about vaccination statuses in dating profiles... And a couple of people have asked me, again, it's another question people have now asked me, it's the, the modern question, do you put fully vaccinated or had my first jab or whatever in your uh, bio, vax for vax, um, which I suppose is like mask for mask. Um, I I probably wouldn't. I think it's a form of showing off. What do you think? Well, part of me is like, if you're vaccinated, surely you'd kind of want to date someone that's vaccinated as well, wouldn't you? But then if you're vaccinated, it doesn't matter because in theory, you're not going to get it. So I don't know. Is it just another... Because now you have to add all sorts of things to date. OK, well, let's let's put it another way. If you were scrolling through a dating app and you stumbled across somebody's profile and it said vaccinated and you were there thinking, do I go on a date with them? Do I message them? Would vaccinated push it over the edge for you to message them or whatever? And I'm going to ask Ben, I want you to nod or nod all. No, even neither would. If if they said vaccinated, I'd be like, right, cool. If, if they didn't have it on there, I wouldn't think anything of it. So it yeah, probably it is a bit... Yeah, change anything for you, Ben, if you were hypothetically on a dating app? No. Probably is a bit unnecessary, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if I said something, if I said something wrong, Ben. <laughs> Ben's not on dating apps. No, no, I know. <laughs> He's in a very happy relationship with Diego. The um... 
Um, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't for me either. If I was on a dating app and I saw someone that had uh, vaccinated, it wouldn't. Um, there's a whole. Lot, it's not going to make me fancy them more or want to to go and on a date with them. So I, I I'm glad we've I'm glad we've sort of riffed that one out. I would love to see your dating profile, what you'd put on it and stuff. We should do that as a joke, maybe. Do you know what I did find? Uh, well, my mother found the other day, and she sent a picture of my yearbook from from school when I left Clifton. Yeah. And with what other people wrote in it and what I wrote about myself. So we should maybe do that at some point. Also, Gene Divas, this is our 99th episode, the penultimate <gasps> of the series. Our 99th main episode. Main episode. We, Excluding yeah. the boni. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the plural of bonus. I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So not including all the bonuses and the help lines and... The um, what else did we try doing? We um, no, we no. Well, we can release. That's very successful. No, we can release. Oh, and, and the uh, oh, Ben's frantically pointing at himself. And the um, the daily uh, episodes we did when you were away on leave. Oh, so it's not including them. No heavens, no, because we did about ninety nine of those. Oh right, so this is our ninety ninth main episode of Help I Sex with My Boss. Next week, next Tuesday, is our hundredth episode. And can you tell all the wonderful Gene Divas about that, please, William? Yes, this coming Sunday we are streaming live to the nation. YouTube.com slash sextedmyboss or search sextedmyboss on the aforementioned uh, website. You can subscribe now, you can set a reminder for our 100th live episode, 7pm London time, British summer time, this Sunday, and you will see an episode. You will see the. You will see that actually, when Ben isn't live editing an episode, actually... It's fairly average. <laughs> Fairs. I'm a bit nervous about this because I'm going to have to self-edit, aren't I? Mm. There's a lot of... we, You know, episode... We record episode. Ben edits the episode, makes Jordan sound funny, dials me back a bit to be less funny, just to balance it out a bit, sends it to us to listen, and Jordan's normally like, cut that, I said that, I insulted that, can't say that. That can't happen when we're live streaming to the nation. Yeah. Indeed, not just the nation... The world. Yeah, so... Um, so, good luck, everyone. We'll have a team of lawyers watching it. So, this Sunday, coming up, we are going to be on YouTube, streaming our 100th episode. So, yeah. OK, uh, you ready for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week? Yes, let's have the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. I'm so glad the nail salons, hair salons, tanning salons and waxing salons have reopened. And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, Gene Davis, thanks for sticking with us. Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. I'm so glad the nail salons, hair salons, tanning salons and waxing salons have opened. It was about to get ugly out there. <laughs> I mean, it's not the strongest of jokes. <laughs> but look, you're very happy. I think our lease falling out with me. I've not heard of him for two weeks. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, bless Alan. Although I did find out that my new electric toothbrush isn't waterproof. That was a shock. <laughs> That's nice. That's clever. What else? You doing any more? Let's, just, let's do... Um, met a lovely drag queen from Greater Manchester last night. She had a wig and a dress. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like it. That's a good joke. Yeah. All right, shall we go to the listeners' questions? Yes, yeah. Not a moment yeah. too soon. Uh, hello, William Jordan and PB. Please may I have some advice. My long-term boyfriend broke up with me out of the... Bl- oh, I'm sorry. And in a fit of rage and sadness, I deleted all our WhatsApp chat and the photos we not only have together, but also photos we had taken of each other. Now I've come to actually type this out, it sounds quite shallow, so please forgive me, but I'm almost three months on, starting to heal uh, from the breakup, excited to get dating again and enjoy hot girl summer. Nothing serious, though, I've been put off relationships for life. However, I now have absolutely no pictures of me from the last two years, and if I use photos of me pre-relationship on dating apps, I think I would be a bit of a catfish. So, can I ask my ex, who hasn't spoken to me in months, to send over any fit pictures he has of me? Should I explain why? Is it really weird or inappropriate? Thanks in advance. I hope you respond, and thank you for making me genuinely laugh out loud every week. Caitlin. Ah, Caitlin. Sorry to hear about that breakup. What's your... Okay, I've got quite a strong opinion on this, but I'll let you go first. I mean, you can't ask him to send you pictures. You just... You can't. But maybe you could ask around your friends and family or have a look in your WhatsApp, and I'm sure there's some pictures that you've forwarded on to your mum or ones that are on your Instagram and stuff that you can use, but no, you can't, can't ask him. It's one of those things that's bugging you and niggling away that you've done it, and then... Say you got all those pictures back, you'd be like, mm, mm. <laughs> just take take some and get. This is what you need, right? You need to get your um, what do people call it when they've got this? You need to get your support group round you, mm-hmm. right? And they you need to get your mates round you and need to come round for a drink and they need to do a proper photo shoot, like get some really good pictures of you because your friends will tell you your best pictures get all the girls round when you can when it's safe and legal to do so get your ring light on and just 
take some proper 10 out of 10, 5 star, I am fit, knock them dead pictures. That's my advice. Yeah, I mean, in so many words, on paper, the top line is, yes, I agree with Jordan. You you cannot uh, go and ask your, your ex for those photographs. You're starting to heal, heal. You're three months in. There's clearly a little bit of a scar because you said you've been put off relationships for life. Hopefully that changes. Uh, but it's not going to help it if you if you start messaging your uh, your ex. So I wouldn't do that. And also, I, I would also say, you said if you used photos of you pre-relationship on uh, dating apps, then it would be a bit of a catfish. Now, I don't know how long that you and your long-term boyfriend were together, but if they are photos of you, that's not being a catfish. They're just outdated. But as long as they look vaguely like you look now, I see no problem with one or two of them being being there. Question for you. What's what's the sell-by date on a picture that you can use for a photo? You asking for any professional reasons? (laughs) Just, like... The picture I'm using at the moment was taken about three years ago. So yeah, I, I when I went to listen to your show again uh, the other day, I, oh, I hate that. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started on that pissing picture. They do it to wind me up. Ah, oh, don't. You know how to push my buttons. There's a, currently a picture on the BBC Sounds app that got taken about four years ago when I still lived in the box room with mum and dad. I was about two stone heavier. You can't tell. Two stone heavier because my mum used to feed me every piss in five minutes so and they insist on using that picture and we've sent them anyway but what is is it what 18 months two two years i think is at max i yeah i, th- I always like to get new photos done every two years or after a significant change you know if you have dropped loads of uh, pounds or you've changed your hair or it's fallen out uh, or you know you've lost some weight because your mother's no longer feeding you then then that sort of thing then i'd, I'd get some new photos done Our next problem comes from Lauren in North Wales. Hi, William Jordan and producer Ben, daddy to Diego. As a long-standing G&D... Sure, I watched a video on that recently. (laughs) As a long-standing G&D, I cannot believe it has taken me so long to write in with a dilemma. During lockdown, like many of us, I stumbled across TikTok. I'm 29 years old and I'm ashamed to admit that I get so engrossed in silly videos that absolutely make no sense and can sometimes scroll through for that long that I've wasted about three hours of my evening. I decided to get down with the kids, as they say, and start posting my own videos. Last week I visited the amazing supermarket that is Aldi and I was astonished that I bought so much food it only amounted to £54.24. Love Aldi. I have seen some videos on TikTok of people posting short videos of what they buy in their food shop and if, like me, you're addicted to food and love talking about it, I thought this was the ideal video for me to post. So I posted a quick clip of me basically buzzing about my cheap food and how much I love Aldi. Little did I know, one hour after posting it, it went viral. I'm talking over 200,000 views of my Aldi shop. Now I'm just your plain Jane Lauren living in North Wales who enjoys binge-watching Come Dine With Me, not a social media star. What I really want to ask is, what is the etiquette for dealing with trolls? Since I posted the video, it's had hundreds of comments trolling me for shopping at Aldi. I've had people write, only people who live in council estates and claim benefits shop at Aldi, and even going as far as slacking me off for not supporting British supermarkets. Now, I don't like confrontation, so do I ignore them or address their not-needed or wanted comments? I definitely feel like Jordan will back me up here and support my love for Aldi. Where else can you get bread, milk and a bike rack in a canoe all in one store? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's true. You pop in for bread, you come out with camping chairs and a drill. <laughs> uh, stay safe, Lauren in North Wales. Lauren, uh, yeah, you're totally right. There's enough. I love Aldi. I've not been in ages because there's not one. There's one opening up near me and all these fancy neighbours around here. I started a Facebook group to try and get it shut. Get a bloody grip, the laddie. They won't be laughing when they're getting bread for 40p. Um, yeah, Aldi is great. Second thing, Lauren, just honestly, I know it's easier said than done. Just ignore the trolls. It is just a cesspit on certain elements of social media, certain comments on newspaper websites and stuff. Just do not read them take no notice i know it's easier said than done the way i put it is it's like if you walked past a room and you heard a load of people talking about you you'd kind of hang out outside the door to hear what they're saying even though you know you shouldn't you would but just totally switch off from it i promise you for every time someone posts them there'll be lovely comments and there'll be the odd troll one my brother said to me when i got back from wales he was like i couldn't sleep last night i said why you went he went, I was I reading all comments on, I won't tell you, the newspaper website. I went, well, what do you expect? Mm. I was like, don't read them. I said, if I read them and read everything that was on Twitter, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed in the morning and go on air every weekend. You just, honestly, you've just got to ignore it. Yeah, and it's, and I'll be, sadly, it's not, I'm not condoning it. But it is sadly par for the course. And if you're going to put anything in the public sphere today, whether that's on a TikTok, which you think only your 50 followers will see, uh, if, you've got a, if you've got a public account, if you're writing something for a newspaper, if you're putting a YouTube video up, sadly, you are going to get hateful comments. Um, it's not right. It shouldn't happen, but it does. And it's, it's unfortunate. But uh, if, you, if you don't... If you're not comfortable with that, have a private account, turn off comments, um, which a lot of the social media sites have that as well. Try and find the funny side. Um, some of them are funny, not they're not meant to be funny, but you can find the funny side in it. That's how I cope with it. I mean, there are videos of me reading out my Daily Mail comments on, on YouTube, uh, which you can have a look at if you, if you want an example. Um, play them at their own game. And don't ever, rule number one, don't ever, ever reply to them because that's what they want. Don't give them the satisfaction. I never reply to any of them. I don't even read, try not to read them now. But yeah. Lauren's also put a lovely PS here. Um, but she has said that she really wants to thank all three of us and everyone behind the scenes. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a huge team um, for an epic podcast. Uh, and since she became a GN Diva, she has met some lovely friends online. Uh, shout out oh. to other Lauren, Lizzie and Jess. And they're all going to meet once the restrictions are lifted for G and Diva Day. Love it. Um, apparently your experiences, Jordan, and heroic bravery in the castle gave her the push to enrol in university at the age of 29, and she's just passed her first creative writing assignment with one of the highest marks in the group. And she's coming to our tour in Manchester. Oh, my God, that's... See, you've made my day there. Thank you. And also, Lauren, as well, um, Kylie Minogue said recently, she said thank. God, social media wasn't around when she was starting out. And I think that says it all. Oh, I spent the day that. Oh, bless you. Next question. Uh, this is from Shazzy Ross. Hello, William. Always so dashing and all right, Jordan. I like Shazzy already. I might be a bit greedy as I have two questions. Oh, 
cheeky. Please don't feel too abridged. Please don't feel abridged to answer both. I think you mean obliged. Question one is a serious one. When someone is giving their apologies to me, bearing in acknowledgement that they are the one in the wrong, I always find myself saying, oh, please don't be sorry. Why do I do this? Well, I feel uncomfortable and I cringe in this situation. So my question is, what is William's way, and of course Jordan's, when expecting an apology? Right, I'm... Do you know what? I'm going to ask you to take lead on this, because I do this. I can't accept apologies or compliments. I can't. It just... I just... I just... I just... I can't. So I always say to people, oh, you don't have to say sorry to me. Don't be daft. We, we've all had a drink. Or don't be drafty. It was only the one black eye. It's fine. Like, Well, it depends if you really are, if actually, you know, if they have said something a bit silly that, that actually was quite offensive and they say sorry, all you need to say is thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, and then just move on. And don't don't leave a pregnant pause. You know, thank you. I appreciate that. And stare Who's at them. Pregnant? No, a pregnant pause. It's a term of... Look it up. I'm joking. Go to Lawrence University and actually learn what a pregnant balls is. Or if it's a trivial matter, you just say, oh, there's no need to apologise, not a problem. Uh, And that's fine. So I actually don't really chassis uh, find saying, oh, please don't be sorry. As long as it's not something, as I say, that is serious, I don't have any issue with that. Why don't we role play here? Why don't you now (laughs) start to... Pop up every now and then over the past few episodes. Why don't you apologise for that time we fell out in 2013? And I will respond. What, what What's the response? Um, well, you can either go with, uh, oh, not a problem, or just, thank you, I appreciate that, and then change the subject. OK, go on, you apologise to me for that. Can I just make this perfectly clear <laughs> in this role play? It's exactly that. <laughs> what? What? Or maybe we could do it. We could do a role play off the back of it, where it's reversed, and you apologise for causing the reaction that I had. What? All all right. Okay, this is happening again. All because I didn't come to see bloody Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, for the second time. You're 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 harrowing in on the on the point that actually doesn't matter. It was how you handled it. Oh, for God's sake. It might have had something to do with... Because as ever, when there's an awkward conversation for Jordan North to have, he shuts down. (laughs) Oh, we're going there. Bitch, please. Gloves (laughs) off. Right, we're going there. We're going there. In another life, Jordan was an ostrich. Let's put it that way. What do you mean, an ostrich? You just stick your head in the sand. Oh, problem doesn't exist. Uh, What do you mean, another life? I still do that (laughs) now. This is festered, and it's. I think it's about time now we, we settled this argument. Shazzy, sorry that we've turned this back onto ourselves. I do apologise. Just humour us for a minute. William. Jordan, I've got a few things to say to you. Do you have a moment? Yeah. I... Oh, you seem a bit tense. I am. I actually am. Can you... Can you I know you cast your mind back. You've probably forgotten it. But a long time ago, maybe 2013, we were meant to... As a group group of friends of us, we're, we're going to go to see a show. Can you remember this at all? Yep, yep, I can, yep. Well, Jordan, I may, in the moment, have acted stupidly. Uh, what? Stupidly. Let's get there petulantly. You can't change my apology. Oh, OK, sorry. Sorry. OK, carry on. We're in a role play. Don't step out of the role play too many times. I might have put something on a social media site that 
probably was a little silly and misguided with the benefit of hindsight. And I know you've managed to get over it and you haven't held a grudge. And I'd just like to take this opportunity to say that I'm sorry. William, thank you. I appreciate that. And I would also like to take this opportunity to say I'm sorry. I could have handled things better at the time, but I didn't. So I am sorry to you. Thank you. I think we did that very well. I do. Hopefully that won't fester and rear its head in the new series or any other arguments that we've had. <laughs> now, I don't know if we've had many arguments, though. We haven't. It was just no, that. It was and just even that. then... How did we get back in touch? I think you just text me saying... I think I just texted you. So many, so much water had gone under the bridge. Mm. Right, anyway, Shazzy has another part to her question. This one takes a, takes a turn. It's a story told to her about her father getting fed up with having to pick up mystery dog excrement on the front lawn every day and turn into a private detective. So her father, the next day, waited patiently and, behold, he caught the dog in action with the owner, allowing the dog to relieve its bowels. Before the culprit and its thoughtless owner got away, Shaz's dad did his thing, which made the rest of the household hide away with embarrassment. He went out and he said, Oi, is that your dog always shitting on my front garden? Er, er, went the thoughtless owner. Unfazed by this, my father continued, Pick it up. I had nothing in hand to pick up the poo, so looking down at the warm poo sat on his freshly cut grass and back up at the thoughtless owner's shell-shot face, my father took a deep breath and said, You've got your hands, so use that. (gasps) Distraught that something had caught him out, the thoughtless owner slowly bent down, looking from the poo with the strong smell rising to his nostrils and back to my father with the slight hope my father would change his mind. All I can say is that my father never changed his mind, and certainly not when it comes to dog poo sat on his lawn. They mean sitting. Soon enough, the thoughtless stranger rushes away with the poo balancing on his open hand, and he was never seen again. So, Shaz's second question is, would you do this if you caught someone letting their pet poo on your property? I mean, I wouldn't do it. I hate confrontation, but that is great justice served there. By that man of pint, he made a bloke. And it is, imagine letting a dog poo on somebody else's lawn and not picking it up. There's a lovely moment, I have to say this because so many of the G&Divas will know what moment I'm about to say. There is a lovely moment in Keeping Appearances in a latter series where Hyacinth does exactly this and confronts a dog owner and says, I think your pooch has pooped in my polyanthus. <laughs> and this is, when I was reading that, I was going, this is, this is basically like a, a less glamorous version of Keeping Up Appearances. Would you advise that? What would you do if someone was pooing on your lawn? Well, not someone. I mean, if someone was pooing on my lawn, that's a different kettle of fish altogether. If a dog was was doing that, um, then yes, you absolutely go and confront the the, the owner. And uh, but I would I would go out probably with a bag. I wouldn't make them pick it up with their hands. That is funny because I woke up the other day and there was a German Shepherd shitting on my lawn. <laughs> and he lost his sheep this morning. He brought his dog the cheeky bastard. <laughs> Alden's at best. Four Jordan jokes at week, sir. Oh, you're being spoiled. Okay, final letter. This is from Refined Ward and Giggling Trevor. 
Uh, dear William and Jordan, and the most delightful producer, Ben, hashtag Let Ben Speak, I would like to start by thanking you from the bottom of my heart for your wonderful podcast. You oh, brought us so much joy. Can I just say, that's so nice. We've had so many nice people and letters saying that. That really does mean a lot, so thank you. But now I need some help of my own. You see, I'm currently lounging in my Vancouver penthouse condominium. Gay homosexual lover by my side. <laughs> We are both, of course, in our matching dressing gowns with silk belts. Oh, Jordan's keen. Enjoying gin and bonnet with luxury manchettes. But trouble is brewing. You see, it's my father's 90th birthday today, and he will be coming round to celebrate shortly. And while I love him dearly, I can't help but be reminded of a terrible incident from my childhood. I was just a young lad at the time, kindergarten age, if I remember correctly. My father had just come out the shower and was struck by a bout of playful inspiration. Free-spirited as my parents were, he grasped their decorative tribal spear and began to prance around with it, naked as a Canada goose. My siblings and I shrieked with innocent joy when he thrust it between his legs and jabbed it back and forth like a giant penis. As, as the youngest of the bunch, and perhaps with early inklings of my burgeoning puffery peeking through, I crept in, his words, I crept in for a closer look on the fount from whence it came. Who wrote this? William Shakespeare. I can't keep up here. This is like doing bloody GCSE frigging Macbeth again. And then I got dropped down a set and did of mice and men. I must have gotten too close for his comfort, and he thought to scare me off with a loud but harmless trumpet from his back passage. <laughs> Instead, surprising all those involved... Oh, my God. I've got what? a face full of bad burrito emulsion. What's he... I can't... What? He's talking in riddles, this lad. What's he on about? I think the father went to fart, but... Other stuff no. came out. No. I, I, no. What is... The memory about? becomes somewhat blurry at that point. It was quite the kerfuffle, and I'm sure you can understand that even now, as a mature 56-year-old gentleman of refined tastes, I am mildly re-traumatised whenever my father stands up quickly and, shuff- <laughs> and shuffles towards the loo, fumbling madly at his trousers. So with all that in mind, I most humbly request your advice. What is the proper etiquette for telling my giggling immature partner that this is not an appropriate story to tell our luxury dinner guests? Wow. Right. What is up with this series? I thought the, I thought we peeked at the melon. Can I just get my head around this? Am I right in saying his dad's shit in his face? That's how I interpret this, yes. As a, as a child. Get me another gin and bonnet. Oh, my. Some people pay for that. <laughs> I just, honestly, I, f- I, f- I thought the melon shagger last series. I thought that story in the bonus episode what was that the fan fiction but I just <laughs> I just don't know anymore William I just don't know I mean idiot look <laughs> what's the same I just don't know it's it's not a, all I would say if your, if your partner's going to tell it at a, a luxury uh, candlelight supper or something like that do it after the food yeah do it when the food's well gone do you know what I'd just do? I would put it away in a little box at the back of your mind, hide it away, never tell anybody about it, let it build up and let it build up, and it'll probably cause you no problems later on in life. <laughs> yeah, my advice slightly different to, to Precy. Do it after food, when it's all cleared, and don't serve chocolate mousse. 
If you want our help with something G&Divas, then you can tweet us, we're at sexedmyboss, or you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com. Surely social services should have been called if your dad shit in his face. Surely. I don't think it was on purpose, Your Honour. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address is on the website, shit at sexedmyboss.com. I've just flummoxed again. Absolutely. Should we have a little planning meeting in our bonus uh, this week, ahead of our big 100, Jordan? Yeah, our big... Okay, so make sure you listen to the bonus episode on Friday. We're going to talk for all things 100th episode. William Hanson, thank you very much. Producer Ben, thank you very much. Jordan North, see you on Friday. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello, Gene Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.